0: Filmed in front of a pre-recorded audience, it's the Dicebreaker Podcast with your host, me. It's me. I'm Michael Wheels wheelan here because Matt Jarvis is Oh my goodness. I'm uh, hosting the podcast and we are also pre-recording. There's all sorts of change going on today um, because we've got a very important meeting on Friday that we all need to attend, so we can't do it live, unfortunately. But Mm I am joined by two members of the team. We have Maddie Cullen from Team Video and Team Jacob.
1: (laughs) Hey, well, you know, let's—we're like, not going to get into it, but yes, hello. Yeah. And me. we
0: also have Alex Meehan from Team Editorial and Team. Please stop making me watch this film.
2: <laughs> I was expecting you to say I was from Team Cullen, and I'm like uh i'm like switzerland i yeah
0: i don't i've no (laughs) idea what your opinion is Whoever
1: boy
2: is in love with me is fine (laughs) uh yeah whoever's in love with me really i mean whoever wants to store
0: their illegal gold in my banks
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah back in the day um when i was when i read the books um i was a team i would have probably said i was a team edward person um i didn't watch the film so i can't comment on that uh mm-hmm. although i may be subjected to that at some point yes yeah. uh, every convention
1: that me and me and can go to together <laughs> the more twilight we can watch so <laughs>
3: yeah
2: i mean i only watched the original one like a few months well like um, two months ago or something. and then i voluntarily quick play on new moon. cuz this is what believe, you've done
0: to me. Can't believe you chose that.
1: <laughs> Very
2: I think enjoyable having, movies. Having Maddie there, don't come on, don't overstretch. <laughs> the first one is bearable. Mm-hmm. Um because it feels like someone actually cared. Yeah, uh, they, the they second, tried to do something. The second one is is awful. Like it's mostly awful because it's so boring. Like any of the bits with Michael Michael no not Michael, she um, the guy uh, who plays the Volturi, I can't remember his name. Michael but Sheen he's... plays Volturi guy. He's Michael Sheen, right? Yeah. Um, Any of the bits with him in are great because mm-hmm. he and his boys are just oh, yeah. being fashionable and evil. Me and the
0: boys. <laughs> yeah, me and the boys.
2: Um, <laughs> but he's only outfit. in it for a bit. He's in it right at the mm-hmm. start, and I'm like, this is great. And then it's boring, 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 boring with just fart ghosts, Edward. <laughs> Just being around, um, and then Jacob, who's just so young, and then they make him take his shirt off oh, all the time. God. I'm like, this makes me feel so uncomfortable. Mm. I know what this is for, but I don't like it. As a 27-year-old, woman, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, and then, right at the end, I've not seen the end, but I've seen clips of it, and I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to that because Michael <laughs> Sheen's in it. But um, yeah, I'm. I'm I mean, I can very much see my future being, yeah. If Alice is reading my future, it's going to be, we're going to end up watching Eclipse, which won't be too bad from what I remember from the books, but Breaking Dawn Part 1 and 2 is going to be an ordeal. (laughs) I cannot wait. The cringe level of that book is so high. that Oh, my
0: God. (laughs) Well, thank you for tuning in for our Dicebreaker Board Game Podcast. Uh, where we talk about all sorts of tabletops. This and stuff. is
2: like the third time we've tried to turn <laughs> this into a Twilight podcast. It's we also should just like, start
0: one. All I did was introduce you both.
2: <laughs> you let this happen. You You were the ones it.
0: talking about it before we started the podcast. I'm merely I'm <laughs> riffing off of what I've been given, you know? <laughs> um i'm a poor workman blaming his tools <laughs> so we are uh we're here to talk about all sorts of tabletop stuff what we've been playing recently what has been happening in the news we do normally do like a little feature as well but because we've got like a, a slightly tighter schedule on this one we're just gonna skip that for this week and we haven't got our lovely live audience as well mm. to join in which is always the yeah. Um but if you do enjoy this we are live every friday regularly from 2 p.m at bst at the moment, the GMT when we're not in the horrible bits of summer, where my feet feel like they are constantly in a pool of sweat. Uh...
1: Summer <laughs> break!
0: Yeah! yeah. out. So we are, um first and foremost, going to be talking about what we played this week. And I'm going to mm. switch over to Maddie, because we just had a long talk from, from me about Twilight. So Maddie, please, please talk us through what you've been up to.
1: So, I was saying this. I was on holiday last week. um, So, I didn't like have any of my things with me. So, I didn't play much the very week we've just had. Um, But I realized I forgot to talk about how I was getting obsessed with Cozy Town, which is a solo. Well, I was playing it solo. It's meant to be played full of people. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Um,
3: it's
1: like a community building uh, RPG. Yeah. Uh... (laughs) And you can build a community on your own. It's fine. <laughs> the rules say it's not that you can play on your own. Does it say you anyway, can play on your own? It's yeah, fine. Yeah, it says don't worry. If you don't have any friends, it's no. fine. You solo can RPGs, pretend you have a community.
0: Solo RPGs are very cool and fun. It's just okay. very funny that the one that you're playing is one that's specifically designed for, like, meeting up with cool friends and forming a community when you're on your own.
1: Yes. Anyway, so Maddie, it's more Maddie about did. Awesome
2: Maddie community. did have loads of cool friends. She had a little table out with her plushies sat in in the, in the Oh yeah, I was sat with my. And she was like, Mister Bumbles, what do you think about? This? Oh, I wish wow, I had like a bumblebee community. plushie.
1: Would love that. <laughs> when I get PP the plushie that we keep getting an advert for, <laughs> that little guy, he'll be I in my Pee-Pee. town. <laughs> um mm-hmm. yeah, so it's an awesome community builder and you can sit with people and build together um but you can play on your own because you're drawing cards and that and then like looking at like a town oracle that says you know gives you uh, prompts and stuff it's basically based on a quiet year um and oh the other one by avery cool. dreaming dreamer askew uh yes.
0: dream apart and dream
1: yeah so it's based on quiet year and that basically rather than the kind of apocalyptic setting of a quiet year it's like just whatever it was really wholesome and cute and really adorable and that's everything i'm about <laughs> so i had a great time i made a little like forest with all acorn people um and yeah! i played through yeah it's great i played through the first i played through spring um and you play through each of the seasons uh, so i've done like one one season which was very very enjoyable i just like sometimes cozy up in bed get my little cards out get my little journal play alone <laughs> I've played
0: um, so I haven't played it quite yet, but I've played the one where you play monsters in a forest, which I can't remember the name. Oh. Of. Um, which is really cool because you are like, you know, you're like the the fantasy creatures that adventurers yeah. would come out and slay, and you're just trying to, you're just trying to have a nice little town, and they keep ruining everything. <laughs> um, I'm trying to remember what it's called. Uh, oh, that sounds
1: incredible.
2: I'm just gonna where the monsters quickly. are
0: um monsterland <laughs> no, keep making up names we'll get there <laughs> eventually the like wild a thousand thing. monkeys on typewriters <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, It's I've never played a a community building RPG before and it was really enjoyable and uh, I would love to try playing it with some other people as well,
0: (laughs) as much as it was fun I would would love to play that, it's called The Deep Forest there we go, Um, Deep Forest is a map game of post-colonial weird fantasy it's a reimagining of The quiet year, one that centres upon monstrosity and decolonisation it's very cool, Um, but yeah The Quiet Year is also very pretty and the the physical Mm. edition uh, comes in this lovely little like hempen sack with like you know, Ooh. Golf and golf and golf. It's very pretty. Very, very pretty.
2: Do love a hemp sack. We all oh
0: love a hemp and sack right <laughs> here. Um but yeah, I don't know. What, what else have you been up to about it? Uh
1: it sounds very good. Um that was a little while ago. And then obviously I played D and D uh, multiple times a week, oh, so that's always focus yeah. on I'm, it. Wednesday I'm aware night. when well, you play D and D because whenever
0: I try and organise something with you, just like, oh, I've got D and D, and then I'm like, well, I'm what about you? Just like, oh, I've got D and D. It's like, oh, God's sake. I think we <laughs>
1: have need to like match our schedules up so we play D and D on the same night, so we're not just like always one of us busy <laughs> playing D and D. If you join um, each
0: other's games, you'd literally never see anyone else <laughs> ever again. Oh, that's
1: so true. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to make sure I have some free nights so I can do other RPGs. Why? Mm-hmm. Like,
3: I
2: mean, we're supposed to be playing Vampire the Masquerade maybe yeah. in 25 years'
1: time. Well, because I'll tell you why we're not playing that right now because <laughs> on Monday we're playing a one shot at the moment, uh, which you know, like a classic one shot, it's gonna be a three session thing. Um, and it's, it's a, a homemade, maybe. a three shot, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's basically um, a homemade RPG about uh, like. Set in the world of his dark material, so everyone has like demons. What? Yes, it's like, I, I'm obsessed. <laughs> we're just, it was playtesting. Um, but I, I did not know you loved it so much, so we should not. definitely play some
2: Maddie. <laughs> I can't my, you're my friend.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't make the RPG. <laughs> <laughs> she's not,
3: she's not the host, she's not. Her.
1: <laughs> uh, but it is, we're having a really great time. Basically, it's like, uh, kind of bit of power by the apocalypse um a bit like playing on quite some of the stuff from city of mist again which i think is just incredible great system i love to play that and hack it up and do things with it um and it's just i just love having a lot of demon i have a hummingbird uh nice. they're great they're called Caspina. do they die I love every them. like
0: two days or whatever it is Hummingbirds. Live <laughs> oh <for? laughs>
1: no luckily they're my demons so they as long as i live uh, unless they're taken from me unless uh. you
0: die every two days <laughs> <laughs>
1: and i'm really Vaughn uh <laughs> it's very fun i'm an anthropologist uh we're out like solving a mystery of a missing person from this like society uh that we have together that's kind of like a little secret society and so we're kind of like someone's missing we can't really talk about it but it's been it's very fun having a little demon and i want someone to get the copyright for his dark materials to make a proper rpg please <laughs> it's all i've ever wanted so oh, can someone make it happen Eons a really guy. Fun.
0: Don't, don't be did, careful, uh... the monkey's paw is curling and a 5e <laughs> edition is being made no! <laughs> um, <No!
2: laughs> Eons ago we did an article on dicebreaker.com mm-hmm.
0: Good
2: About, website,
0: I, recommend oh, it I've Oh, I've heard good things, yeah um,
2: <laughs>
1: I was on that this morning, loved it
2: Yeah, I did a quiz um, uh, uh, No, you, we can't do quizzes on dicebreaker.com yet but I'd like us to We should be able um, to, yeah Sort yeah, that one should. out, Magile. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah. something that I've been working on trying to
0: get us to do. But um what, what the what the colour of meeple that you pick says about your sex life. <laughs> that's yeah. the kind of buzzfeed like quiz that we should be doing. That's oh, we what should. we're
1: gonna do. <laughs> um I need to know.
2: But this article was like, oh, what IPs do we would we want turned mm. into a tabletop role-playing game? And I also chose whose Dark materials because I love that book series. And yeah, I just want a little demon who can be my friend. Yes. And be around me all the time. And I can talk to, which means I get to do the voice for myself. And I would want to do the voice for my demon as well. Mm. Oh,
1: that's fun. It's like a yeah. anime story.
2: Yeah, oh, like yeah. Sorry, yeah. But you having can't... a little
1: pet is great.
2: Yeah. yeah, having a little pet, but like the demon is a part of you. Mm. It's yeah. very yeah. important. I will say, though, um, that
0: when we played Animal Story, I was kind of like disappointed to learn that they have voices because I wanted them to just be like, squirrel! You know, like I just I wanted them leave. to just make little noises. Yeah. <laughs> you
3: should do that. You don't you want players. that
2: with noises. <laughs> you don't want that with certain Pokemon, believe me. It's all the noises they make. <laughs> <in real play>. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, no. I, <laughs> I, I would want it with because in the Pokemon anime they say their name mm-hmm. but in like the Pokemon games they just make like various oh, noises <laughs> and there's like the noise, number one the noise that Jinx makes is horrible oh god uh, yeah. it's like <laughs> um, and then the noise that another Pokemon oh my god what's it called it's like a little bug thing and it literally sounds like a plane is taking off like over you.
1: Can you imagine talking to that and it's like giving you that response? So uh maybe we should do that. Honestly, I'm not saying any I'm not seeing any side effects, bad sides. I'm just saying good things. Um, side effects from my Pokemon medications Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Negative side effects, none.
2: My final comment on Maddie's mm-hmm. one-shot thing is: everything you said felt like an arrow being shot into my heart.
0: <laughs> Carry on. Well, me and you—you you famously let <laughs> things roll off your back very easily. Well, <laughs> yeah. Now
1: we now we've play-tested it. Um, we'll have to do another one. Yeah, and you then didn't, you didn't
0: want the flipping you know, crappy uh, bolted together version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? You exactly. wanted the premium, deluxe. Oh, yeah. Pre-play tested, pre-alpha tested full release you know yeah uh, they're they playing like, early yeah. access with all the bots. Yeah. you know
2: they were like we're not going to invite me into this because we want her to <laughs> so experience the best version. perfect
0: thing
1: i just yeah yeah, I should know because some of the two of the people in our group were like, Yeah, I i, I kind of know the books and I was like, How is this not your absolute favorite? <laughs> I can't YouTube? believe I it. I don't know but, anything. About material, so Another arrow. God, that's so good. Another can't can't arrow. <laughs> oh, oh, the audiobook is really good. I listen to an audiobook all the time. Can't fall asleep without my stories. <laughs>
2: I imagine you sat there with a really big pair of headphones on, and like oh, I play player. it out loud. <laughs> oh, oh my god! And, like <laughs> I play it really quiet. With your stuff just, I can hear it. <laughs> Oliver's <laughs> yes. like, darling, I really want to get to sleep. You're like, I can't go to sleep about my stories.
1: <laughs> you can either have me tired and cranky, or I'm listening to my stories. You make the choice. <laughs> I, uh, anyway, um, I she's an a pad, who... but she can't go to sleep without her
0: stories. <laughs> I had who would listen to the, um, the flipping, what's it called? The Lion, Witch and the Wardrobe books. And oh, like, Some of great. those are really weird. And I wouldn't mm. be able to sleep because I was just hearing like these odd flipping beaver people. I, <laughs> I will <laughs> the, say, The uh... narration was really strange and the person she listened to as well. It was properly haunted. There
2: is Quite like curse quality. Mm. Like, I mm. remember when we were younger, uh, my parents also bought us audiobooks on tape. Mm. Oh, yeah! All I know you youngsters the library, out there, <laughs> you youngsters out there, we used to use something called tape. These uh,
0: Gen Z's for their TikToks,
2: <laughs> you might have seen it on Stranger Things, um, but. <laughs> Yeah, we, we had, like, um, uh, a series of unfortunate events on tape. So good. We had uh, Harry Potter on tape. That was read by Stephen Fry. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember renting from our library the, like, fifth book in tape form. And that thing, you could kill someone with that. Donkey, <laughs> like, <Chaunty. laughs> like, literally 24 tapes. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. good.
1: I I will say I had to stop listening to Laura Ingalls Wilder because Oliver kept getting so upset because like everyone kept nearly dying and I was like it's frontier times it's like dangerous and he was like how can you sleep when Pa is trapped in the snow and he might not, not make pa. it back. Maddie, I'm imagining you being on the plane,
3: mm-hmm. like on
2: a plane, and you're like you're like oh I want to go to sleep now, so you like press play on your audiobook. Uh, and, like, someone, like, in front of you is like, Miss, um, I I can hear your thing. And then you're, <laughs> Oliver's like, she can't sleep about her story. I'm sorry.
0: I just I just remember um, sitting on a train yeah. once, and there was this, like, very well-to-do-looking woman reading an e-reader and looking very mm-hmm. serious. And then I sat on the seat behind her, and I saw between the cracks of the chairs what she was actually reading. <laughs> Wheels. and there were party. there were dragons involved, uh, oh. and they were doing things.
3: Whoa!
0: Well, we shouldn't discuss on the
3: podcast. Magically. Oh my god!
2: <laughs> it,
0: was just, it was just very funny. I also funny. remember this is why like, you have
2: an e-reader for yeah,
0: that purpose. I also remember watching walking past like this forty-year-old bald man who was on TikTok, <laughs> and it was like. <laughs> Oh, the stuff he was looking at was no, not, not all right for public uh, viewing. He was <laughs> no. just like, wasn't any hiding. Just sort of like looking at it and just uh, like any, know. the world to see. And I was like, oh, but. No, <laughs> uh, no.
2: I mean, like the way I look at e-readers is like, have you ever seen that meme of like Sully from Monsters, Inc. when he's like looking at like a little... I think he's like looking at a little book that Boo's got or something. He's like, ooh. Oh, and like, right. there's yeah, literally yeah. like yeah. that me looking up the sexy book on my EB <laughs> No one
0: knows. No one
2: knows what I'm reading. We Everyone all know. Knows.
0: Everyone knows. <laughs> oh, I'm Maddie sat Wells. behind you on the train, seeing your shame. Nowhere uh... is safe. Nowhere is sacred. <laughs>
1: What else you've been? <laughs> <laughs> the last thing I um have started looking into making a character for the now. I'm pretty sure out of print fantasy flight
0: Star Wars RPG Very game. Very out of print. Yes. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Was...
1: 1,100 pounds for the three books on eBay.
0: Yeah, I put, I, put, I put a brackets thing on that I've seen you just answered, which is <laughs> it's so out of print that it uses custom dice that you can't even get anymore. So well, I have
1: the like... custom dice. Oh, really? I, ah! I have a print copy that oh I bought God. years ago, and I think we got it in, like, 2018. Um it's like, when I was, like, first getting into, like, RPGs and stuff. Mm. Um, so we I have all the dice and stuff so we can play. We've we've got Edge of Empire, but we want yeah. to play Age of Rebellion, I think it's called. So we want to play like in like the
0: Is Edge of the Empire the one where you're like the rebellious kind of like rapscallions or whatever? I uh, maybe. Because my, my I... mate when I was working with CA, my mate was running a campaign of that. Mm,
1: uh, and,
0: no, like, yeah. I, I just remember some of my some of my other friends who were in it just being like yeah, it's quite it's quite slow <laughs> anyway. like, they were doing like a heist or something and they spent about three sessions just getting a car or something and i was <laughs> like oh god <laughs> edge
2: of the empire is like the, the hand solo yeah like you mm-hmm. are scum and villainy yeah. uh the the age of rebellion is you play as rebels in the yeah. empire war uh, and then there's another one which I can't remember what it's called, but it's one where you basically play Jedi. So it's like Jedi, yes. hand silos,
0: rebels.
1: <laughs> yeah. So your we hands, have like the
0: walls. <laughs> <Your laughs> yeah.
1: <Not> a <laughs> <laughs> what, what else do you want? Um, so we, we so we have the Edge of Empire, but we want to play. Uh, rebels. So I'm looking at playing like an agitator. So I just go around and like get people riled up to join the rebellion, which I think could be quite fun. So we can, I think we've got someone else who might play a spy. Um, so it should be good. And I, I am quite scared of the custom dice. We did preface this, like prefaces with people being like, if you want to join this campaign, be warned that it's gonna like there's things to learn. It's not just like an easy one shot you can like yeah. dip in. Like, it's are, gonna you, be, are you a gonna bad enough dude? To... <laughs> Can you handle the custom dyes? <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can, but we'll see. Uh, but I I mean, I've heard really good things, and people say when you get used to the dice, it is it they work really well, and it is a fun system. Yeah, they kind of have like, a bit
0: more of a prompt to them, don't um, they? Because it's like, yeah, because I, I tend to find with because um, there's some RPG systems which there's one I can't talk about, but there's um, there's some that use like card spreads and stuff, for example, mm-hmm. which. Like, instead of just having, here is, a like, a number, which is just sort of a successful thing, and then you've got, like, yeah. degrees of success, and then you sort of map outwards by having, well, this is your degree of success, then here's all the individual points, and then it's really useful mm-hmm. for trying to work out what mm-hmm. happened, because it's almost like an Oracle spread where it's like, oh, okay, well, it, you did really bad at the start, but then did really well at the end, so maybe you were, like, failing, but then you sort of started to warm up and got where you need to go, all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. Yeah, it's really, I think that's why people talk well mm. about dice because they're, they're sort of they give you a bit more of an image of, of what actually yes. happened rather than just pass or fail you know
1: yeah that's why there's so many of them you have so yeah. many different symbols so it's like a bit like learning how to like read a palm but yeah. I think I think it's gonna be fun when we learn I as I said we've had it for years um and I love Star Wars and it's like such a fun universe to like possibly role play in so I'm
0: I'm sure there are more I'm complicated games that you've learned very easily.
1: Oh over, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it's just it's just usually you're used to number dice, so it seems yeah. quite different and scary, but I think I think it would be fun. It's probably cool. quite a long way off though. But yes, that's like the last thing I'm looking at. That's Sweet. basically me.
0: Let's flip this over then to Alex Mean. Cool.
1: Hello. Hello. Local Gonk
0: Droid. Local <laughs> Gonk Droid. <laughs>
1: I did almost say I was going to play as a droid and I would only be like, beep, beep, boop, boop, beep, beep. Oh, they're the best ones.
0: (laughs) So (laughs) I once played this like homebrew thing. I I don't mind talking about it because it's not going to be ever on Mm sale, so it's fine. Um, But we called it Space Cops um, Squad 20. And like I made this really in-depth character creator that you had to randomize on. Uh, mm-hmm. Which had all these like stupid fantasy space races that I made with my friends and all that kind of stuff. And there was like a traits thing at the end, and it was like you roll for positive and negative, and you have to have one of each, but you might have one or the other for the middle. And one of the negative traits was like mute, like can't talk. My friend uh-huh. had rolled that um, and <laughs> was using the text to speech in Discord. And the, the delay between the conversations we were having and when she had finally read out a message.
3: Oh, that's so good so though. Annoying. It would be
0: like, we finished the conversation like two seconds ago and then it would be like, I also think that this is a good idea.
3: That is <laughs>
2: oh, oh so god oh there. my god
3: i ago. would have been
2: laughing so much i wouldn't have been <laughs> able to talk because i tried to
0: <laughs> <not>. no, we <laughs> genuinely had to make her stop because we couldn't stop like,
2: considering so the way that microsoft sam pronounces some words as well like i, <laughs> yeah. Especially I with, like <laughs> the rust
0: spelling errors because he's trying to type it out quickha <laughs> 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 oh god, that is one of my no, favorite memories. I... Amazing. Yeah,
2: I just want to play a little because the little ones that just go beep boop are the best. And mm-hmm. I would generally just make up my own language. That you yeah, would... you would have to decipher a translate
0: like Dolph- Oh, Racky. that's a that's a positive beep. <laughs> No, see, the <laughs> intonation, it, it wasn't Beep Beep, it was Beep Beep, so, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'll basically
2: become a modern Tolkien, like, mm. but for gonk droids. Oh, please. <laughs> Alex
0: make Nian, it happen? Dash, a modern Tolkien for donk droids. For gonk droids,
1: yeah. Please change your Twitter bio right now.
3: Yeah,
0: if someone could I, photoshop I, that into an inspirational image, that would be really <laughs> useful, thank
2: yeah. you. Yeah, and I love it when rtd 2 is like, what? <laughs>
1: Like, the... like, I didn't realize you could do that. Oh <laughs> my god, his scream! All the ones had a dream that we were in Star Wars, and I kept steering our ship into enemy fire to make r 2 scream, and he was like pleading <laughs> me to stop. And I, at him, so I was like, "Make him
2: scream! Make him scream!" I love r 2 scream
3: so
2: much. <laughs> um... That wasn't a dream. That would happen in real life. <laughs> it would uh, It was a premonition um... for this. Show. So what I've been playing. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens when the three of us get on the podcast together. Mm. It's deadly. Um, I played quite a bit this week, actually. Um, my friends and I went to uh, the local, yet? the local board game cafe, Dice Saloon, mm. uh, which is included in our board game cafe list on Dice Break it up. uh But we went there for their famed Guinness cake, Ooh.
0: and of course the peanut slice and best, peanut best slice, the yeah. yeah. <laughs> God,
2: uh, and i suppose the board games as well oh, yeah, but um yeah, yeah. yeah all right. they're all right um we played i was with some friends who have played a decent like decent amount of board games but they're not like you know connoisseurs mm, yeah it's
0: not quite on our <laughs> <art> level yes
2: <laughs> so i end up playing uh things that i'd played before but were pretty good so we played forbidden island
0: which okay. is a yeah.
2: classic co-op game um from Matt Leacock, who designed Pandemic.
0: of the Pandemic, I think. I think it might come out before maybe.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: No. 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 Mm-hmm. Matt Leacock specifically made this trilogy as like a I want to make a more sort of family. Pandemic is it's pretty like family friendly, but like a more family. More like for younger audiences as well mm. um set of of cult games. So it's Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert and Forbidden Sky.
0: I think I'm thinking of the fact that it got a reprint after. Don't worry. <laughs> I've confused myself. <laughs> it's all good. Fine. Um,
2: yeah, Forbidden Island's the first one. And my preference is Forbidden Desert is the best one, personally. Oh. Um, but they didn't have Forbidden Desert, so we played Forbidden Island. Very rude. Very rude, I know. Oh, no. um, uh, so, yeah, it's a, a co game where you're Go across this island made of tiles. you are trying to find these three treasures and you need to discard matching cards to get the treasures. However, um, the waters underneath the island are rising and taking the island underwater. And so as you go through the game, you'll draw these waters rise cards which cause the water level to rise, i.e. the number of flooding cards you have to draw, sort of increase. And also you have to shuffle back in the flooded cards you've already... Taken out. Each card corresponds to one of the tiles you have on the table. Uh, if a tile is flooded, and then flooded again, you lose it. And this game was pretty <laughs> tense. Um by a miracle, we managed to make it, and it was only really because I was playing as a diver, who is able to cross over yeah, like missing tiles, um, which. The dive is useless at the beginning of the game, basically, because because you're not really flooded. But then, towards the in the end game, they really come through. Because otherwise, or oh, one of the in, treasures, in we... the Forbidden
0: Island Meta. <laughs> yeah, in the, this
2: the top. Uh, yeah, he's, gamer he's jungle. <laughs> gamer twenty eight here with your, your, your Forbidden Island Meta. <laughs> this is what people are playing these days. Um, no, we actually had a good. We did draw them randomly. We did have a good selection of of characters we had the navigator who no the one who can move diagonally and shore up diagonally I can't remember that is called
0: the explorer or something
2: maybe and then we had the one that can shore up two cards two tiles for one action yeah. and then we had me which really came in at the end game when like we were just losing tiles like left and right and we managed to just about make it off the island that's really good we also played Sagrada
0: Oh, I've never played Sagrada. It's very pretty. It's isn't top, it? tier. Yeah. top tier. Top
2: tier wheels. Uh, it is a dice collection placing game where you have these coloured dice, and you've got your own individual player board, and you can basically choose like a difficulty level of these pattern cards that you slide into the little boards. It's very satisfying, mm-hmm. um, and then. If every round, you take out a set amount of dice. They're, front, they're rolled, and then people take turns just sort of drafting dice and then playing them onto their little card. And the cards, depending on the difficulty level, will have like, oh, you need to put a yellow one here. You need to put six here. And then there are overall rules which are like, you can't place matching colors and numbers next to one another. And then you're basically just trying to fulfill these objectives. Um, you've got some public objectives and then you've got some private objectives as well and you can also do like special moves if you can paste them to help you along the way uh, I did really badly <laughs> <laughs> uh, my friend did a lot better uh, it was the first time playing uh, but it was pretty good kind of work. I know <laughs> friends suck um, <laughs> I Hate having friends. (laughs) I
1: hate them. Worst. I just play alone. I play alone all the time (laughs)
3: because
2: I don't like them. Um, No, uh, it was it was really good. And then we also played Azul, a classic. They hadn't played Azul before. I was like, you're in for a treat. Um, Explaining that game is quite difficult, to be honest. It's actually not. It's pretty simple, like the game itself. But trying to explain how it works is is a little bit tricky. Um, But Tar Lane game where you draft tiles, again with the drafting, uh, and you have to place them in the separate section on your board um, and then they go into the main section of your board and you want to like make patterns. So you want to make like tiles that, that are like connected and then you mm-hmm. score the more tiles that are connected, the more points you score whenever you place a tile in that sort of collection. Um, and I also lost at that. Oh. Uh <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, only by a few points, though. But um, that was really good. It and then we also me.
0: Was... I mean, you lost, so <laughs> loss is a loss, you know.
2: Sorry, I'm handing in my resignation. Coach Wheels here, and I need to give you a pep talk.
0: <laughs>
2: of esports tabletop gaming. <laughs>
0: you were fantastic in Forbidden Islands. You got the the scuba meta mm-hmm. down, but <laughs> yeah,
2: we need to work on your results yeah. to broaden game <laughs> um if we're gonna win the tournament yeah whatever tournament the big this tournament, is. Called the big tournament. tournament. Regionals. <laughs> if we're gonna win the big tournament and save the church mm. we need if to we get went, better
0: yeah we want to go to nationals That's the right. yeah, yeah
1: exactly
2: um and then we also played um the day after uh, at casa del mihan
0: Oh, uh, game cafe.
2: Oh, that would make a list. <laughs> uh excellent tea, I have to say. Um, we played Quacks of Quedlinburg, a nice. classic, nice. but we played it with the Herb Witches expansion. Yeah. Can, I,
0: can I tell you an interesting fact, me that I didn't know that I'm, I'm assuming everyone else in the world knows because I'm very stupid. I suppose so. I yeah. saw a picture of someone holding Quacks of Quedlinburg in the town of Quedlinburg. Yeah, and- Quedlinburg oh. is a German town. The uh the art on the cover is actually like based on the night market in Quedlinburg. It's pretty really cool. So you can see like the oh, art so of the old buildings on the
2: Yeah. Yeah, it just looks oh. bad. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, it's charming.
2: It's not. Char- yeah, <laughs> I like, I like, it. It like that. <laughs> We've spoken about how I don't like that artwork. But um yeah, no. Uh Herb Witch is, is was the, I think the first expansion release for quite um, there are two expansions there's Herb Witches and Alchemy um, but Herb Witches adds a, an additional player board so five players can play which is really okay. great although nice. it wasn't necessary in this regard because they're already free now. Um it also adds some new recipe books and there's ingredients which we did play with that were really fun it also adds a new ingredient called Loco Weed Ooh, Loco Weed um, and that one's <laughs> fine.
0: <laughs> so I much really enthusiasm will. for Loki. I right.
2: love it. <laughs> no, um, it, it's ability is well, one of its abilities is it copies the chip you played before it, Ooh. which is kind of fun, but it didn't really Ooh. pop much for me, just I was drawing it at the wrong time. That, the wrong um, time. Uh, and also it adds an overflow bowl, which is fun which we didn't end up using because we didn't do that great. (laughs) Basically, uh, the Quacks of Quedlinburg board, um, the game is like you're trying to every round, you're trying to move along this board, this track, like as far as you can by placing these little chips. And the numbers they have on them show how many spaces you want to place them um, ahead of the last one. But if uh, 33 is the limit on the player boards. Mm. If you go up to 33, then you have to stop because you can't go much further. But the overflow bowl adds basically an extra part of the board which which attaches Uh. really nicely. Uh. And you can choose to keep drawing chips if you want to put in the bowl Mm. and it basically gives you more points. But obviously you still have more of a chance to draw the dreaded white chips that cause you to explode. But Mm. it just allows those gamblers to really... You know, like, heat up. Uh, Which is
0: the whole point
1: of the game. Yeah. That's Um, the reward.
2: We didn't use the herb witches themselves because I didn't want to overload my friends with Mm. normal things. But the herb witches basically just... um, They're just, like, powers that you can pay for. Right. Um, So each witch has, like, a currency that you can use and you get given one of the currencies at the beginning of the game. I don't think you can get any more currency... So once you've spent it, it's gone. But you can mm-hmm. choose, like, oh, I want... Um, we're going to choose each of there are three herb witches, and each herb witch has two powers. You can choose between them. And they That's just kind of, kind of, like, help you. Uh, so it's like a little extra thing. Nothing like revolutionary um, to kind of change the game up, but just kind of, to be honest, to me, the, the additional recipe books is more than enough mm. for, for me to kind of get extra fun out of it because the yeah. recipe books are really what kind of make the game what it is but um yeah uh that's what i played this week nice
0: nice well up. i suppose it's time for me to talk about the very few ball games Not i've me. played <laughs> <laughs> um so i did finally after like harping on about it to my mates for a very very long time we finally played trap words And we were drunk at the time, and it was great. (laughs) (laughs) Trap Words, if you're not aware, is a sort of code name style game wherein you're doing that kind of like describe a word without saying the word thing. Um, Mm. But the twist is that your opponents have laid trap words which, if you say, you instantly fail. So, for example, if you were describing, like, ring or something, they might write, like, jewellery or, like, diamond or, uh, you know, circle or something like that. So then you have to think, because you don't know what those trap words are, you then have to think of, like, a really roundabout weird way of describing it so that you don't say any words that you think they might have trapped. <laughs> it's really That's good. That's so fun. So, like, for Ring I'd be like, it is an object that you place on an appendage <laughs> on <laughs> the end of your limb um, oh. when you are betrothed or something like that, you know? <laughs> um, and we had a really good time with it. It's really good. Um, but I've been trying to get them to play for ages, but we keep, end up, like... Just not, you know, just not playing games in general. Mm. Um And I brought it and I was like, do we want to play Trapworks? And they went, yeah, I'll play Trapworks. And I was like, get in, come on. Finally. <laughs> Very <man>. quietly.
2: <laughs> Very quiet. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the
3: corner,
0: I'm like, come on. Okay, cool. Yeah, let's play <laughs> No, yeah, whatever. Yeah, cool. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm not that bothered. Yeah, let's play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I'm not, I don't mind. I will cry if you say no. <laughs>
0: They also have, um, so it's like dungeon themed, right? So you're like, oh, you need Mm -hmm. to go in the dungeon and beat the monster before somebody else Mm -hmm. does. Uh, But some of the rooms are cursed. Um, So like, for example, you have to give your clue in one breath or uh, everyone closes their eyes. um, So you don't know if people are like giving you facial expressions or whatever, like all, all kinds of little things like that. There was one where, there was one called Echo, which was absolutely horrendous. Which is at the end of every word, you have to repeat the last syllable. So it would be like, oh. I, I am, am repeating the 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 uh, words. Uh, it's awful. Oh my god. <laughs>
1: My yeah. brain just can't comprehend that. Like the cogs just jam <laughs> and it stopped turning. Full with honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But yeah, no, it's it is very very fun. I very, very much recommend it. It's from Czech games as well, so it's the same same publisher yeah. as, uh, as Trapwords. Um you? Apart from that, I have you? been. I finished painting my dragon, which uh, you would have seen on. Oh, the very stream. good. Um, the not
2: handsome dragon.
0: Uh, the more handsome dragon. He's, uh, no. he's sat on the side. <laughs> um, he's also got like proper basing on which i barely yeah. ever do uh oh, i was yeah. doing it as part of the stream so i was like oh yeah cool yeah um, but for you
2: my dragon i will <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: what you said it, it was it was a to... big juicy to... boy and i was like let's properly finish him my, my Lee, you're such a base to work exactly, with you may yeah, as well yeah. huge so i ended up covering with oh. stones and stuff very like mm, it's not fun. like a vibe that i usually go for as well which is fun um but also i uh have been Painting in general, because we put out a ultimate miniature painting guide tutorial on the channel the other day. So if you are into painting miniatures or want to be, then uh, check it out because it's got all the details you could possibly find on youtube.com/slash icebreaker. Oh um, my goodness! Yeah. Uh, apart from that, I've been so tables. I'll keep it tabletop for now, but I've been reading uh, Printweaver because I uh, really want to write it at some point because it looks really really fun.
2: Yeah, um, that's a. There, that's a really interesting game that we
0: have covered on the site. Yeah, I was about to say there is an article about it on the website, um, which I was not aware of, when I put it in the group chat. And me and was like, <laughs> "We already wrote about that," and I was like, oh, Yes, yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was like, look <laughs> here, you
3: stupid, <laughs> you moron,
0: look, why don't you
1: think?" It's a running joke that
0: I do not read our, our website. <laughs> so, <laughs> I've got to, I've just got to stay consistent. That's all. Um, but yeah, no. So it's a um, indie OSR RPG. Uh, which is all based around um, like palm reading. So mm. when you create your character, um, it's pre made for you by how your fingerprints uh, are formed mm. in your hand. And so it's got cool. like alternative things for like if you have missing fingers or missing hands or anything like that, then there are like things that account for that and stuff like that. So it's really, really cool. I, lo- I love like your character is already made for you in, in RPGs. Mm. Like I love random generation and stuff like that because um, I, I tend to find it makes me step out of my comfort area and do things that I wouldn't expect. which is always Yeah, important. definitely. Um, but also, it's just, like, it's really beautiful, really cool setting. Um, it, like, the the actual lore, like, it's not just a sort of, oh, you make a character out of your hands and then you crack on. Like, the, mm-hmm. the lore is revolving around that sort of fingerprint idea and there are, like, these creatures uh-huh. called, like, the printless, which are, like, missing their... Uh, like souls almost and stuff like that it's it's just it's very very cool i really really want to run it um and it sounds like maddie's interest as well so yeah um, it's
2: got strong dark souls vibe it does well.
0: yeah like it's very very monochromatic very like uh dark fantasy it's really really cool um but yeah so into that very into that hopefully we'll run it at some point and i can talk more about it on the podcast. But apart from that, the thing that has been consuming my entire life recently <laughs> to the point where last night I got so invested in it that Zoe shouted from the bedroom like "Bee, are you alright? And I was like, oh, it's three in the morning. <laughs> well because <laughs> I had gone into hyper-focus night. and I was like completely unaware of what oh, time if it. Oh, there's once. a
1: game like set up to make you focus like yeah. so intently. And that game
0: is Factorio, <laughs> which is uh it is like a survival crafting game in the style of things like Minecraft stuff like that. It's uh it's top down, it's 2D, uh very like simple graphics. Um but the premise is that you've crash landed on an alien planet which is full of, like, hostile bug creatures. Very, like, starship... Oh, my God. Starship troopers. Oh! Um, But the idea is, um, whilst you're doing the classic, like, oh, I mine for stuff and I smelt it and I make goods, uh, everything in the game...
2: smelled it?
0: Smelt it! (laughs) (laughs) who smelt it dealt it. (laughs) Um, Yeah, the idea is that the... um, the stuff that you're making in the game is too complex for you to, like, sit there and make every component because you make factory-automated, like, uh, production lines. So you're using, like, conveyor belts and, like, little machines to grab things and stuff. And you make this, like, huge, sprawling... uh, Like, it's like a machine for pigs, the Amnesia game. (laughs) It's just, like, this huge, horrible machine that you've constructed. And then, like, the, the local bug creatures... They only kind of attack you if you go near them. But then as you start to pollute their planet, they get really pissed off. You <laughs> so you like then have it. to like defend yourself. And then we've got a Toto appearance, by the way. Who's, whose fur I'm already covered in. Because he keeps sleeping on my desk. So Good luck. Lass- like my nose, around <laughs> my face. Like so. Ugh. <pfft>. Ugh. Stop it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the... Uh, it, it is just like... It's one of those things where you can really lose yourself in it because it's like, oh, just, mm. oh I'll make I'll make another production line and then I'll, oh, we need some more iron, we need some more copper and stuff like that. I've just gotten to the point where I'm making like these little worker drones, so now I don't need uh-huh. to use like stupidly long um, conveyor belts because so I've got these little robots who will pick things up and drop them off into the places I want them, and they're very cute. Um, I've also started doing, like, nuclear power and stuff. Like, it it goes ridiculous. Like, at first you're like, oh, I'm going to research the technology to get faster conveyor belts, or I'm going to research the technology to get, I don't know, like, a new type of weapon. And then by the end it's, like, atom bombs and spider (laughs) mechs. And (laughs) it's, like, ridiculous the level of stuff you can make. Toto, get down. Stop it. He hasn't seen me on here in a while because I've not used my PC in a long time. Um... Special. But yes, uh, I've been playing that a lot recently. It's very, very good. And hello, Toto. Um, <laughs> and I very, very much recommend it. It is like, it's been around for a little while. And I've like always been aware of it, but never tried it. And I don't know <laughs> why, because it is literally right on my alley. Uh, the amount of, it's its almost like programming, the amount of like ridiculously complicated like problem solving you have to do. But it's really good. And I really recommend yeah. it. But it, it's not a tabletop game. So I'll move on. Um, <laughs> that is pretty much what I've been uh, up to this week, though. Apart from making sure that this cat doesn't die of heat stroke and covering oh, up. what have you been playing? Oh, Groto oh, wants to tell
1: us what he's been playing. That's why he's we, to get you. We, been here.
0: He's
1: been a good us. boy. Oh, let's, let's just
0: get him to the microphone make sure he's got... Uh, All right, well, oh.
2: Okay, yeah. Alright, well, thanks for joining in, well, Tito. Um... That was fascinating. <laughs> 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 look at his face he's, he's like, so he's like so that sad. cat that has a flower on its
1: head you know <laughs> yeah. Toto See it's
2: okay
1: <laughs> it's okay Toto you don't have to tell us, you're shy oh, he's shy baby.
0: alright so we have chatted about what we've been up to but what has the world been up to, we go over to our news oh. correspondent Alex Meehan is in the chopper Alex what's happening in the world right now
2: yeah I'm in the chopper
0: where is oh, the chopper?
1: Chopping away.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: it's chopping away, yeah. Uh, the chopper right now is in Pokemon land. Oh my God. Wow. Um, so here's a final story that was done by our own Matthew Jarvis this week. Um, it's very weird. So, apparently, there's going to be a Pokemon trading card game reality TV show.
0: Sorry, what? <laughs> what? Um, I actually missed this. Sorry, what? <laughs> Where's the link?
2: Well, if you look at the pod, dog. Oh,
0: my God.
2: Um. Yeah, it's very bizarre. So, the Pokemon company, um, which owns the Pokemon trading card game license... The our casting call for, and I quote, energetic, personable candidates of all ages and their families for an exciting new opportunity. Whether you're trying to learn the Pokemon trading card game, to connect with your loved ones, hone your skills to get to the next level, or you're already a competitive player, we'd like to hear uh, how a Pokemon TCG
1: expert oh can help goodness. you. So, um, is it just like, so you're just like, Either playing Pokemon or learning to play po I don't what's the I don't understand what the TV show is. So you like the like only... Pokemon Hype House. <laughs> oh god, I'd love that. Can you imagine if we broke into the Pokemon heart? I House? was gonna say, are we all applying or what? The new
0: Team Ten is called Team Rocket. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't want to be in Team Rocket so bad.
2: Um yeah, so that's the only information available about this right now. Oh, um, wow. <laughs> Yeah, um, other than uh, Pokemon TCG Vice President Barry Sams said, from dedicated competitors and casual players battling after school with friends and family to collectors or general enthusiasts, we're looking forward to spotlighting the stories of our diverse TCG fans. Um, So I don't think it's going to be like a game show or something. I think it's going to be literally like...
0: You pay Pokemon, what do you do? <laughs> I'm just imagining, you know, that uh, Super Nanny show? Yes. I'm imagining, no? that, like, do you remember Super Nanny? She was, she was oh, like, a amazing. child expert. Show is
1: incredible. Would, would oh, wait, I think really I chips. remember. I yeah. There,
0: He's, like, this... sat
2: in a taxi, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: No, that's exactly the clip I'm referencing. Okay. So I'm imagining right. that, like, you know, someone is, like, losing because their charizard keeps getting killed and they're like oh i don't know what to do and then it flips to the super Nanny pokemon yeah. trading card expert who's yeah. like i can see you're in a crisis i'm on my way
1: <laughs> yeah uh, but it's her but joe comes in to do her. it yeah she's managing. She's
0: been learning pokemon.
2: <laughs> yeah she's pivoted to pokemon oh, um goodness. yeah it's very bizarre oh. um yeah, I. It's like, oh, how can a Pokemon trading card game expert help you? Is it like?
3: Can they do my Are laundry? they help?
2: Yeah, are they helping <laughs> them with the game or what? Are they like just coming in and like life coaching? Can you
0: make Pokemon real, please? I love the idea that like Pokemon TCG experts are so out of demand that they're having to do odd jobs on TV. <laughs>
2: What well, I think I should do, oh. I think I should put an application through. Yes. I think you should put an
0: application in to be one of the TCG experts, to be honest.
2: Oh no, I'm not that good. Um, uh, I should put an application through. Like, I really, I really want this particular deck to work. Can you help me make this deck it's work? It's just through bats. and it's just
0: through- <laughs> oh no. Do you know what they need? They need the TCG expert guy. To, or, or person, sorry, to to go and help the uh, the, the guy with the giant card. J- jumbo yeah. cards, <laughs> yeah. Hey, help me! me. On. I've only got
1: jumbo cards. I desperately <laughs> want to know more about that. So please go on the show.
0: <laughs>
2: wow! So yeah,
3: that, that's Incredible. what's going on
2: in the Pokemon TCG world. It's just very. I mean, we've been seeing quite a few shows related to to tabletop games or board games recently. There's there's like a Ticket to Ride game show coming, or it might have already been released. I'm not hundred percent sure. There's like a Monopoly one, I think. Uh, there's a Clue um, show coming, or I'm not sure that's a game show.
1: Um, it's just a murder mystery. Yeah, possibly. I and a murder one at the other. Yeah. <laughs> get away. People with
0: really that. die. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, people really die. Um. Yeah, and obviously there's the D film and there's also a D series coming from Amazon, I believe. Um yeah, it's all popping off. Because um, obviously nowadays you can't have original IPs. Uh that no. doesn't exist anymore. No. Um that back in the old days, uh now now you can only ever adapt things. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot start anything new. Only so, sequels, uh, please.
1: Only sequels or spin offs or adaptation. So it's I guess too we'll dangerous see... to watch something I don't know about, whereas I watch it <laughs> yeah. before I know that I already like it. So it's yeah. Perfect. Um. So yeah. Whatever the hell this is going to be, <laughs> keep, a, well, keep I can't make you on yeah. it, because you're putting an application in. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Um. And oh, I will walk in uh, to the to the like. I imagine I'm walking through the door, and I'm wearing like. Swoobat shirt, Swoobat like trousers, a Swoobat hat that I've made myself or something. What's up, gamers?
0: Disgusting love heart hole for a nose, and you've shoved it over your head.
2: What's up, gamers? It's me, your favorite Swoobat. (laughs) What's up, Swoobat fans? Swoobat (laughs) represent. (laughs) Um, yeah. So that's what's going on there. Uh, Other news we want to highlight this week is. any awards oh,
0: nominations
2: yeah. for 2022 have been announced uh, for those who may not know the N.E.s are basically like the top awards for tabletop role-playing games they're like the Spiel de Aris of, of tabletop role-playing games um, so the no, this is the lovely news piece done by our own Texan boy Chase Carter uh, yeah there he is um <laughs> The Eddies have been announced. Um, There's a good selection here, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, A a lot of games that I I would agree are interesting, or we've played, or uh, I like, etc. So the Eddies have like a selection of different categories, but the kind of main primary categories are best game and product of the year. So, like, best game is like overall best game mm. they often maybe not necessarily have been released mm. in the last year sometimes they're just sort of highlighted again that's that's a spiel RS thing that happens sometimes um and then product of the year is kind of like a specific release so for best game the nominations are colossal a solo rpg adventure by nick angel um i've heard good things about colossal chase covered it on the site as well
0: is that the one that's very um what's it called um
2: come on wheels oh God. come on come on
1: Uh, search that brain
0: shadow shadow colossus is that the one that's kind of of i think
1: so yeah i think it
0: is um it's
1: uh, more like you're in like a giant castle that's so big each room is like A land is in there. Oh, okay, cool. Um, And it's like a solo journey game. It's really fun. Um, And it has like. Yeah. It's very fun. I have a copy. It's really pretty. I literally bought it for the art. (laughs) And then I was like, oh, it's also a good game.
0: Oh, and I see it's got an award here for Best Games of 2021.
2: (laughs) 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 Um, Also, the best game, Root, the RPG by Magpie Games. We've played that. Um, It's good. It's powered by the Apocalypse. So, Mm. you know and obviously it's a technically an adaptation but it's an interesting one considering what it's based on um i enjoyed my time with it uh also on here's a cool uh, one called the troubleshooters which we've also covered on the website it's like a kind of um like a loop in the tin tin style 1960s um. adventure RPG, uh, the artwork is really, really interesting and striking. Um, it's it's a lot more like upbeat and kind of um, mm. fun is like the the aim with that. Uh, another nominee is Firsty Sword Lesbians by Evil Hat Productions, which we played.
0: Yes. Yeah. And we uh, we raised some some money for for moments as well. Um, yeah. big thank you to all the chat, and all the people who donated.
3: Mm. Yeah. Uh,
0: so really we cool. had a
2: really good time with that. I particularly enjoyed *Thirsty Sword Lesbians*. Um, that is—is um, is that a powered by the Apocalypse? Mm. Yeah, yeah, no. It depends, yeah, yeah, but it's—it's yeah, it, amazing. It's based on on the system, but it's very much—it's the kind of powered by the Apocalypse game that I really like, which takes the basic system and really alters it to make it fit, like the kind of feel and pacing. Um, so, if the name doesn't give it away, Firsty Sword Lesbians is a queer RPG <laughs> about Firsty Sword Lesbians. Um, That's all
1: you need to yeah. know, really. <laughs> that is <laughs> what it does on the cover.
2: It is really fun, and it really like the, me- so the one thing I really like about it the artwork's lovely, but mm. the gameplay mechanics really like push forward that, that, what it's going for, which is like kind of chaos, fun, like. Drama, melodrama mm-hmm. um There is
0: literally a move that Maddie had, and which I ended up getting halfway through, <laughs> in which uh, an attack makes your clothes fall off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Montreal does to fight that. me.
1: The sword just rips my clothes a little bit. Uh, <laughs> a little to bit. Where I'm nearly indecent. And then everyone's cool. like, oh, what's happening like, over goodness.
2: here? <laughs> We're like, Ooh. Boy, oy,
3: oy, oy. Well, yeah,
2: various <laughs> carry-on <laughs> Um First, sword lesbians is specifically created by April Kitwalsh, but uh, published by Evil Hat Productions. And the last one is Wise Women. I've not heard of this one.
0: Um, I'm aware of Wise Women. It's very cool. Um, it's the only one I've not heard of. Yeah, it's a role-playing game where you're playing uh, sort of Eastern European folklore-inspired witches, who oh, are like prote- uh, protecting their community from like supernatural creatures so huh? it uses like um like herbology and all that kind of stuff it's very very cool um and that's it's got like, a very pretty sort of like cottage core aesthetic as well um
1: how'd oh, so, the sound yeah. Of that so Maddie... <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> how have i been sleeping on there <laughs> probably yeah. in the chat cottage core um theme.
2: that's by alex alexandra brockman um so we've got a good selection of some really indie releases here like colossal minds women and some larger releases like root uh and kind of what i'd call mid releases like troubleshooters and First sword lesbians so those are the nomination for best game the nomination for product of the year include Call of cthulhu classic prop set hp lovecraft historical wow. society <laughs> that, wow, the way i read that was like a you know one of those like anime like like basically like an anime title where it's like 500 <laughs> words long um so yeah call it <laughs> you always know, good i've not played this specifically uh Very colossal a solo rpg adventure so obviously colossal released as, as a single book um, digital copy. Dune Adventures in the Imperium core rulebook Atreides Collector's Edition. Oh. Oh. <laughs> so there's uh, Dune Adventures in the Imperium which is by Modiphius Entertainment. They do a lot of uh, IP based TRPGs. I've heard good things about Dune in Adventures in the Imperium. Here's one I would like to give a try. Uh, Zhongxi Blood in the Banquet Hall. What's yeah. in Games, games? Um, which uh, Wheels and I and lodi's, we'll lodi's played um together really really good horror rpg where you're mm. a um like second generation chinese um chinese some universe. people are first uh american family running a, a your own restaurant uh by day and fighting chinese vampires by night um Something. really cool um Odd Jobs, McGroffin and Co. I don't know what that is. uh
0: Why, it's Odd Jobs by McGroffin and Odd Co. Odd Jobs, <laughs> McGroffin and Co.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: they are a collection of RPG micro-settings, apparently, which is pretty cool.
2: How wonderful! Uh, this one's Amazing putrescence regions.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Exalted what? funeral. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh,
2: yeah, that's. Um, that is a Morgborg Bog Crawl in the format oh of an words. LP vinyl. Oh, I know this now. Yeah, it's, really a, it's a flipping announced. vinyl.
0: It's so sick. Such a good idea. Like um, Morg Borg has an absolutely unflappable aesthetic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, ha-
2: it has some really interesting products, as they call them, mm. which are just really fun uh, sort of out-of-the-box um, releases. You've also got Root, the RPG, troubleshooters, first you lesbians, and uncaged goddesses, which I believe is the D five E module that was released, unofficial mm-hmm. module, which focuses on goddesses specifically in the kind of D D canon. Um, which the the artwork for it looks incredible. Um Yeah, it
1: looks it sounds fun. I, I love a goddess. I can yeah. um, never say no to something about a goddess.
2: Also, if you search for it and find the dry food page, there is a beholder with what looks like two babies baby (gasps) beholders and honestly the one that's in like a little sling is adorable it's like looking up at its its parent I I never thought beholders could be so cute um yeah so that's kind of the main nominations you can read all the other nominations for like best podcasts and judges spotlight winners for example um uh, on dicebreak.com on chase's article but um yeah we'll see we'll see who uh come that on top as it were and there's some really good really really good i think choices there made this mm. year so um I'm
0: not, yeah it's weird there's a, there's a best podcast i'm not Seeing the dice breaker podcast. Yeah, oh. I must admit that I thought that was oh, a big yeah, a, bit, a bit of a strange uh... um
2: yeah, I, I was actually gonna write in about that and be like, I
0: feel
1: like this is so great, disgusting. but I feel disgusting.
0: Like... We'll, we'll make our own awards. We'll, we'll nominate ourselves.
1: The dice breaker awards, best podcast, dice breaker podcast. Yeah,
2: no, it'd be dice
1: breaker everything yeah. dice breaker do.
2: Best best tangent. Best Twilight conversation.
1: <laughs> best quote from Twilight. Best, best moment cat <laughs> interruption.
2: Yeah, yeah. Best moment where Matt Jarvis looks like he's just had too much, like he just cannot deal with it anymore. Um, yeah, no. Um, so yeah, that's what's going on the, on the old news. Um, other notable articles you should uh, read, like catch up on, uh, include. Uh there's a really good great feature uh by Jason Coles about the Double Masters 2022 uh release, um, which is the Magic the Gathering, where it's like older cards being re-released, and basically about how it feels a little bit like uh Wizards is you know kind of getting that sweet that sweet money, as it were. Um there's also a, a great guide. Um by the wonderful Maddie Cullen. Oh my what? god. What? Oh my god.
0: What? Know uh <laughs> which is based on <laughs> is based, you
2: know, it's based that on went. Maddie's video about running a session zero. Yeah. Um yeah. for Dungeons and Dragons, which is really useful if you want to you know get started on that. And there's also a wonderful article based on a certain Michael Whelan's video. Oh my goodness. I've heard of him as well. <laughs> yeah, about how to get painting miniatures. That's so, right. So, wow, lots of excellent content over on Dicebreaker.com. What can people expect from YouTube.com slash Dicebreaker?
0: Well, Alex man, we oh. did something truly ridiculous yesterday. Uh, oh, been, my goodness. We've been sponsored by a certain RPG. You'll find out who on the weekend mm-hmm. uh, to do a uh, RPG Let's, for, Let's Play. Uh, and it is a Mm -hmm. puppet-slash-muppet-inspired RPG, and therefore we played the RPG with (laughs) Sock Puppets.
1: (laughs) It was the best thing I've ever done. (laughs) To be a fly on the wall.
0: There were some truly cursed interactions, <laughs> some truly odd moments, as you can only expect from us being given puppets for an RPG playthrough. And being
1: stuck in a room where the air conditioning was broken, I okay. will have yeah. to say.
2: So I imagine it's got absolutely nothing on Avenue Q. Uh,
0: I imagine Avenue Q's got absolutely nothing on us, to be honest. <laughs> no,
2: I meant the
1: our way around
0: Ugh. yeah <laughs> what, what i said uh, well, yeah wait. and then maddie you're working on something as well aren't you
1: yes i i work on something <laughs> <laughs> yes that was a surprise um yeah yes. if you're if you're curious about osr old school renaissance you want to know a little bit more Which this, it could be, in
0: this podcast.
1: video could be a little bit helpful to kind of get you up to speed get you into understanding the world yeah.
2: that's like All a form are. of dnd i believe mm-hmm. yeah that's like old schoolish so yeah you should keep an eye out Oilers, or else you have to watch the video yeah. or yeah I'm watch, you watch the video for goodness sake girl.
0: <laughs> Alright, well thank you very much for watching this episode pre-recorded of the Dicebreaker podcast. We will be back live next week, Friday at 2pm BST. so please do join us for that. But in the meantime, thank you very much for watching the Dicebreaker podcast. We'll see you on the next episode, but until then have a lovely day. Goodbye! Bye! Bye.